Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, oh. what's this? This is is as much as the budget allows us to celebrate the 200th uh, (laughs) podcast episode. Oh, they're champagne corks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What a milestone. Hard to believe. All those years ago, well, not that many years ago, we started Five. off with one uh, Stephen Quartermain, I yeah, believe. Yeah, Quarters, who's still uh, very uh, active on the uh, on the food poll each week. Yes, Stephen um, Quartermain and his famous roasted duck fat potatoes. It's just uh, all snowballed from there. It has, and we've had uh, many and varied people on this program, and we have a beauty for you today. Yeah. We're looking forward to bringing you Ivan Aristogeta. Oh, a- that just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practising his name all week and I better stuff my own up. He's Venezuelan. Um, yes, he is. He's wonderful. And he's funny as and uh, <laughs> has some great stories to tell. And can I just say, yep. one of the best, best kitchen tips ever in the history, in the 200-episode history of this program, one of the most sensible, uh, obvious and bloody brilliant kitchen it tips It was ever. our light bulb aha moment, wasn't it, when well, he suggested it? <laughs> you, and I, you and I both looked at each other and went, Oh, oh, that makes sense. It's one of those. And, that, and that's uh, that's what we hope we He we... has some uh, marvellous observations on Australian food and cuisine. He is so funny and he was an absolute delight to chat to, Ivan. He's uh, got a show that uh, is in its uh, final days of the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Uh, but go and see him. If you get a chance to see him live anywhere, <laughs> Ivan Aristogeta is his name and he is very funny. And he's and... also a chef, so he's obviously yeah. a great fit for this show as well. And jump on, uh, jump on YouTube and stuff and have yeah. a look at the shows that he does, the cooking shows and stuff he does as well as the comedy routine too. They're equally as funny. <laughs> uh, and our food poll this week is well, a bit of a dry a ba- argument. Battle of, <laughs> battle of the Bickies, very good, It Kevin. is. Uh, it is. It's sayos and saladas. Oh, snap. Yes. Um, uh, no, they're not snap. They're not called. They're sayos <laughs> and saladas. And uh, just a little rule about – I know we've been doing this for two yeah. – and this is the 200th episode, but just a rule. The question is sayos <laughs> Or saladas. Not both? Not bloody cruskets. <laughs> right? They weren't Few even... people wanted cruskets and Vita Wheats, and didn't Vita they? And Vita Wheats, yeah. Steve Bastoni. They're not in the question. The question is very <laughs> easily made. You people are going to have such a problem on the 21st of oh, May when no, you vote. Oh, no, he's pulled out his you people. When you start saying you no, people, you Kevin, you know you're in you trouble. You people are going to have real trouble when you go to vote because it's not it's, – it's, mm. it's an or, 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 or you can't add an extra one in. You can't get to the voting booth on the 21st of May and add in Kevin Hillier down the bottom. It doesn't. Work like I say that. you do it anyway, just to drive. Give it nuts. Let's uh, get to our guest. He is a very funny man. Uh, you're going to enjoy this. His name is Ivan Aristogeta, a Venezuelan-born uh, chef, come comedian. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much for being uh, being on. Let's do it, <laughs> Ivan. We love we love a man who combines comedy with food. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, th- th- I don't think there's that many. <laughs> well, not on purpose, anyway. Most of us uh, combine comedy and food, but not in, not in the the way that that you do. Tell us a little about yourself in terms of uh, you're Venezuelan born, but how did you how did you finish up here in Australia? Well, uh, actually, ten years ago, uh, this year is my tenth anniversary. So, ten years ago, I um I I landed in Adelaide. Um, 
well, just running away from, from a country with a lot of uh, instability and uncertainty and uh, looking for a better place to live, to be honest. <laughs> my brother was already living in Australia. My two nieces were born in Australia. So that's why um, um, I picked to come to Australia pretty much. I was a comedian back there in Venezuela. And before being a comedian, I was a, a brewmaster working in a brewery. I started brewing in Spain. And before that, I was always a, a pretty interested in um, in all things food and mostly the science part of food. So I studied food technology and some baking. And then when I learned about fermentation, I was like, oh my God, I want to continue learning about this. So that's why I studied uh, a master's in, in brewing, brewing beer. So you're obviously very passionate about cooking and, and all things cooking and the science behind it. Does this go back to your to your childhood? Were you always interested in food? Well, yes, actually, food was the only moment where uh, there was peace at home. <laughs> oh, well. So, um, yeah, uh, every Sunday, my grandma, so my mom and my, mom and my grandma are from Spain, and every Sunday, my grandma will arrive with a big pot of a, a big stew or something very delicious in Spanish. And there was always uh, conflict, and, and like, in, in, like in any healthy family, lots of yelling and conflict. But when, when the food was on the table, we all agreed that the food was delicious and was the time of harmony. And I realized that um, probably unconsciously from a very early age that when people were laughing from a joke or eating delicious food, there was uh, no conflict. Everybody was doing fine. So I think I naturally went into that world to, to like the peacemaker of the family. So there's a lot of psychological reasons. (laughs) (laughs) So just for example, what were the kind of things that were on the table for you? Uh, What what did you eat growing up? So as a Venezuelan, of course, uh, arepas, which is the the staple of Venezuelan uh, bread, and it it will be the equivalent for a Mexican to say uh, tortillas, which is like a very important uh, carb of the country. So arepas is like like, like a thick tortilla. Um, it's made out of cornmeal, and um, it's, and, and you, you in Venezuela we we uh, cut them in half and we we fill them as a pocket. So the most basic arepa will be just butter and cheese, mm. and then and then from then on you can put anything inside an arepa. So uh, uh, there's a very a very traditional um, arepa called Reina Pepiada, which is a, a it's like a spotted queen, mm. and. Um, it's actually a, a, a chicken and avocado salad that you put inside an arepa and uh, it's delicious. But you can put anything inside. You can put like, uh, I love like uh, leftovers from a barbecue, like lots of uh, meat and, and chorizos or black pudding and then put some avocado and then some coriander salsa. That's like, like that's like the best. Like every leftover inside an arepa delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if it's the accent or what you're talking about, but it, I'm, I'm, I'm drooling. It's just it's, yeah. And, and on top of that, on top of that, the Spanish part, like my from my grandma. Oh my god! Like uh, I, I think I just told you about the Venezuelan bit, but I think um, my my flavors from childhood will have to be more Spanish. Uh, lots of uh, chickpea and chorizo stews. Uh, lots of fish. Lots of um, um, uh, Spanish tortilla, which is a Spanish potato omelette. Mm. Um, lots of tapas and and seafood and rices, like seafood rice, like uh, asopado, which is like like a paella, but 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 soupy. So asopado means soupy rice. So it's like a very um, 
imagine a risotto but with more liquid, and you eat it with a spoon, and it's a uh, and you serve it on a bowl, and it's delicious. And yeah, talk that's, about that's, it. For talk about a clash of cultures. Now here you are in Australia, surrounded oh. by Aussie food, which provides you obviously with a lot of great content in your comedy yeah. routines. But uh, what what's your actual take on Aussie food? How does how does it stack up against the the rest of the world? Well, uh, so I have I have two takes on Aussie food. One is um, the food in Australia is delicious, and the the Australian classics are are not that many. That I, I, even after ten years in Australia, I think the Australian classics it can be uh, narrowed down to fairy bread, <laughs> Vegemite on toast. It's pretty much anything on toast and pies and sausage rolls. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's all what it is. Yep. Yep. It, you do a cracker of a routine. Of, well, you did about fairy bread. Uh, well, 2016, I think it was, at the Comedy yeah. Festival. A routine about fairy bread on uh, stage. Uh, walk us through that because it's absolutely uh, hilarious and quite, you know, quite yeah. bang on the mark. So so the whole premise is that if, if it's on toast, you, you can eat anything on toast. You eat like beans on toast and spaghetti on toast, which is terrible. <laughs> My God, spaghetti on toast is like too much for me. Because spaghetti on toast is not like less. The first time I heard about spaghetti on toast, I thought it was like a leftover pasta from your nonna <laughs> that you take to work in a Tupperware. And you heat it up in the microwave and then you make some toast at work in the office and then you put the, 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 the spaghetti bolognese on top of your... No, it comes from a tin. And and the spaghetti from a tin is just gelatinous blobs that make <laughs> so it's it's a juxtaposition of textures. That's what it is. It's it's, it's gelatinous carbohydrates over crispy carbohydrates. Um, Sounds so much it, more appealing when you say it, though, Ivan. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So I said, when it's not on toast, you 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 don't you don't like it. You don't care about the bread. Bread on toasted bread in Australia. Is not uh, not as beloved as toast. So that you use it as a utensil. It could be a serviette you can eat. That's how you use untoasted bread on on a sausage sizzle. Because mm-hmm. that, that's what it is. It's just a, a, a thing so you can hold the sausage so you don't burn your hand. Yep. And uh, and then you, it's a it's an eco friendly edible serviette. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and 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 also and also with a fairy bread, you use you use the fairy bread. I think the the first time a fairy bread was 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 created. Um, wait, give me a second. My puppy is, is being very naughty. Um, sorry, the fairy bread is um, when you because the bread is not toasted, so you use it as a chuck, as a chuck wipe. You use it to clean surfaces. <laughs> uh, so maybe one day, Timmy, Timmy is a little kid who goes like, like, look what you've done! You, 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 all the hundreds and thousands are, are on the floor. And then Timmy's like, that's okay, mom, I'm going to clean this. I'm going to get this this cheap bread that you buy. Not even five, but just white cheap bread with no nutritional value. I'm going to get this bread. I'm going to wipe it. I'm going to get this margarine to use it as a glue. Because margarine is the only thing you can spread on bread when it's cold. Because I don't know who's the idiot that puts the butter in the fridge. You cannot, you cannot spread the bread. You can spread the butter. On the bread, so I'm gonna use the margarine full of trans and polyunsaturated fatty acids. I'm gonna be blind when I'm when I'm 32, mom. And then with the with the principle of addition and cohesion, I'm gonna use the, the margarine as a glue, and I'm gonna pick up all the hundreds and thousands from the floor. And you see, they're sticking to the bread, mom. Now I'm going to eat this. Please don't eat this, Timmy, from the floor. 
Oh, now you care, Mom. <laughs> oh, goodness me. There's an Australian sitcom that's just been made. It's uh, very funny. What about your take on uh, Vegemite, Ivan? Well, Vegemite, um, I, I was like, like any uh, immigrant and comedian coming uh, uh, arriving to Australia, I started making fun of Vegemite. And then I went, wait a minute, this is this is not right because um, I noticed that Vegemite is so important, such a staple thing in 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 the Australian table on this that I don't want to make fun of it anymore because <laughs> I I realized I realized after many years in Australia that 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 it's the first savory thing that Australians taste as a base. Mm. So it's mm. part of your of, of your palate, and we all love salt. Uh, salt is addictive. Salt is delicious. And if the first salty thing that you try is Vegemite, you're gonna love it forever. Mm. And and then I noticed that making fun of Vegemite is like saying your 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 mom is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm stepping away of making fun of Vegemite, and then also because I'm. What I've noticed is studying food technology and science and all these things that I uh, of, that I love. Uh, uh, what it is about Vegemite that people don't understand from 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 when when you try it for the first time, it's just it's it's, it's a it's an overload of umami, and you're t- it's too much because there's salt and there's uh, fermented uh, process and there's also lots of protein. So when you combine those three, you have umami. And uh, it's it's actually umami is a beautiful thing. It will it will bring a lot of uh, it will stimulate your 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 taste buds and make everything a lot tastier. The thing is, in Vegemite is so concentrated that you have to use just a little bit. That that's why in Australia you use a little bit. And then I've learned to cook with Vegemite. And when you put a little a, a small teaspoon of Vegemite in your in your bolognese sauce, when you when you use it in your stews. Just a little bit, it will add that much umami without even noticing that mm. there's Vegemite in it. So I, my take on Vegemite is, uh, it's a, it's a brilliant thing. It's a brilliant thing, <laughs> and once once you develop the the taste for it, it, it will become addictive. And um, I once, uh, I, I once dated a a, a, a vegetarian, almost vegan. She was. We were, that didn't last for too long. So, <laughs> but uh, when when we th- then I learned that that Vegemite is a, is a great um, when you when you miss that that cheese flavor when you miss cheese on toast or, or when when you combine something fatty with with Vegemite, um, it will it will satisfy that need for that flavor that cheesy uh, savory salty flavor with fat in the morning. So. Um, I, uh, it was, it was a rescue. And then I tried Vegemite. You can try it. Try Vegemite and peanut butter. It's really good. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's yep. interesting. And, a, and, a, and another, and another, and another try. So based on the Vegemite principle, uh, I was doing Edinburgh, uh, French, uh, festival with this specific girlfriend. And then the place that we rented, the Airbnb that we rented, um, she, 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 she was also doing shows. She's, she's Australian. Um, she was having this craze for Vegemite, and uh, she, there was no Vegemite in that specific night that she was craving. But there was some miso, miso paste in the fridge, mm. and then I made toast. And I thought, well, miso is a similar principle. It's not. It's, it's got salt. It's got a fermentation process. It's got a lot of protein from the soybeans. Let's see. This might be similar. 
So we made, I made toast with some um, butter and then miso on top of it, and it was delicious, and it, it, it satisfied her craving for Vegemite on toast, and you should try that too. You know you can be deported for trying to uh, substitute something for Vegemite. <laughs> I, 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 I was in Edinburgh. I was in Edinburgh. <laughs> well, that's perfectly all right then. Hey, hey Ivan, how did you find uh, assimilating into the uh, Australian comedy scene and, uh, and, the, and the people involved in that? Because comedy is a very competitive business, but it's also a very uh, unifying family kind of feel uh, to, to uh, comedy troops. Well, it, 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 it is. It's, as you said, it's, a, it's competitive, but it's a very individual um, race. So you cannot compare to any other act because we all come from different places and uh, are, 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 so we become very supportive of each other. And the, the comedy family actually helped me out uh, uh, with, with my English and, and, and speaking um, I was so obsessed with trying to do this in, in English in Australia after arriving from Venezuela that I pretty much, um, for the first two years, I didn't want to have that many friends from, from the English, uh, sorry, Spanish speaking background. So I just want to get, get in the, in the, in the comedy, in the comedy world. So I just made Australian English speaking friends so I can talk to them and learn about the idioms and the mannerisms and ask as many questions as I can. And also, when, when I, I strongly recommend if any immigrant or even a traveler who goes to another city, another country, if you want to know, uh, if you want to see a mirror of their society and the problems and everything that, 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 uh, in, in a, in a very, um, summarized way, just go to any comedy night. And, yeah. uh, you will, yeah. you will learn, you will learn about the problems of living in that city or in that country, what it's like to be, uh, uh, if, if whatever the background the comedian has, what it's like to be from that background living in the city and, and the political news and everything will be, uh, represented in just one night of a, of, in a comedy club and you will get the city straight away. Hey, Yvonne, we um, in, in Melbourne like to boast a bit about um, the quality of our coffee. We like to say we do it the best uh, in Australia, if not the world. Are you a coffee man? And what's your take on uh, coffee in Melbourne? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. That's a good point to talk about. Um, <laughs> you, you know, um, the, I used to have, let, let me explain this with a joke I used to do in a show that I did a few years ago called Matador. Um, this show... Uh, when, when, in that year when I did that show was a year where um, the um, um, same-sex marriage was legalized in, in, in Australia. And I, I was fascinated by that. And I was so happy to be living in a country where that happened. And then I, I, I look at my country and I was like, wow, like this, it's going to take so many years for that to happen in, in Venezuela. I feel like I, instead of immigrating, I moved to the future. And um, so I, I had a joke where I, I, I go like a phone call to a friend from Venezuela. I say, "Hey, how you doing? How, how, tell me, tell me about, tell me about the future. How are you doing?" Says, "Oh, the future is great." And what's the difference? What do they do in the future? Well, in the future, there's good coffee and bad coffee. <laughs> and so really, what's the difference? <laughs> the, the, the intensity of the coffee, not of the person who makes it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say here is that uh, uh, we're taking. I love the coffee culture, but we're. I think we're taking it a bit too far <laughs> because because coffee in most part of the world, if you go to, if you, you, we're living in a coffee 
uh, fantasy land in in Melbourne. Like if mm. you go to to if you travel around the world, you're gonna miss the coffee of Melbourne because this is not real. What we live here is not real. Mm. It, in the rest of the world, coffee is just coffee, and the it's just a thing that you drink in the morning, and that's it. And it's bitter, <laughs> and it keeps you going, and 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 that's it. It's not that much. You know, like let's do coffee. That experience. Oh, let's let's, let's do coffee. And then what do we do? When we do coffee. We just drink more coffee. And then oh no, well, then then you try you try the ristretto. And then can I? Oh, you have single oranges. Can I have one of each? And then uh, can I have the the <laughs> the, the light roasted and then the la- dark roasted? I want to try this one with milk. And this one doesn't mix with milk. And then you just sit down and do more coffee. <laughs> it's too much. It's very true. Um, it's very true. Very uh, true. Um, um, uh, to put it uh, very. Uh, uh, I don't mind having a one dollar coffee at Seven Eleven at all. <laughs> I love that. That's very diplomatic because yeah. we do. We're a bit <laughs> obsessive about it, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you yeah. mentioned you mentioned uh, the the parts of the uh, Venezuelan cuisine and and how you've assimilated into Australia. What about sweet uh, sweet stuff? Are you into sweet stuff? Uh, I love sweet stuff. I'm not a great uh, uh, cook on sweet stuff, so I prefer uh, um, buying cake. Uh, my any Venezuelan sweet stuff that I miss well we you know dulce de leche which is a caramel uh, it's a it's a very uh, traditional thing in, in South America so from Argentina Chile Colombia Venezuela dulce de leche they've got different names but um, there's just a simple cake that I miss it's just a vanilla cake mm. and the frosting just uh, dulce de leche and uh, that's it that's it that's the thing that I used to eat in, like my, my grandma used to to make it uh, and because um, that's the thing in Venezuela, and and so having a Venezuela and living in Venezuela with a Venezuelan culture, but a uh, Spanish grandma, the cake is Venezuelan, but my Spanish grandma will make it so we can have it for breakfast because in Spain they have sweet breakfast. Ah. So it's a, uh, so it's a, uh, it's I, I love cake for breakfast. That's oh, I love <laughs> really, it. I really do. <laughs> Turning the world on its head here, Ivan. It'll confuse the hell out of us here in Australia, I can tell you that with that that kind yeah. of thinking. Hey, listen, if you were having a dinner party and you could invite anybody, anybody dead or alive could come to your dinner party and sit at your table and uh, and break bread with you, who would you invite? Well, if it's a if if if, if a dinner party well, I prefer if it's a date. Because I'm gonna talk about my 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 whole path, my my the one that my girlfriend will allow me. It's just just for a day, just to be not even too much, just just a bit flirty. That's it. It will be Nigella, Nigella oh. Lawson. Uh, uh, I I think she's the sexiest woman alive, uh, and and very entertaining. And I think she she did a, she's been doing a great job at changing. Um, doing her own take on cooking shows. And I am a fan of cooking shows. I love mm. them all. I've been watching them since, since I was little. And I think Nigella will be an amazing uh, guest, uh, just even just a date or, or bringing a lot of people. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Let me see. So Nigella, will be, let's say it's a big table. Uh, Nigella, for sure. There's, there's one um, musician and actor that I – that I look up to a lot. You probably haven't heard of him, but you've probably seen him if you like The Walking Dead. He's, he, he, he plays the role of Daniel Salazar. His name is Ruben Blades or Ruben Blades. Mm-hmm. He's from Panama and he's one of the 
the most uh, uh, famous uh, salsa singer-songwriters in Latin America since yep. the 70s. Yep. And he was actually, uh, he ran for, for president of Panama and he actually been, he's, he's been an arts minister. He's uh, in, also into politics and he's a super interesting person and all his songs have been very, uh, uh, since he's like an uncle that has taught so many things to me just yeah. from his songs, like very social uh, 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 problems and it's, every song is just like a long story and uh, I just want to say hey uncle uh, you're, you're, thank you for for teaching me so many things like let me cook for you that would be that would be a beautiful thing yeah. um, I think in a dinner party you also need someone who has great stories when I when when I cook for friends which I love I love having people over um, uh, and I and I love uh just to participate with the food and just just listen to people talk and and create just just I just serve the food and I want when and I love when when the when the chat is good and I'm not part of the chat because I do that when I'm doing I'm doing I talk too much on on, on in my job so I just want to listen to people so I can get I, I can get some comedy from them and just just silently take notes yeah. from their conversation. Yeah. Um, I would love to have someone who who has great stories, and um, I am atheist, but I always if it's from life, I would love to have Jesus because I have there's so many questions. Absolutely. <laughs> so I would love to have Jesus in that table, and I think Jesus will have uh, everybody entertained just by asking lots of questions to him and see what 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 it was all about, and right at when he was uh, in his time. Um, yes, yeah, so Jesus, Ruben Blades, uh, Nigella Lawson, um, um, maybe uh, uh, Stephen Bradbury. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've had him on this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that I think that's a good, uh, that's a good combo. That's a good combo. I think uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, Judith Lucy. Uh, whom, whom I, 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 I'm a big fan of her comedy, and um, she also has that magnetism when she's she's telling a story that she's like a, a, a you gravitate towards her the her pace and the 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 the, the way she tells the story like you can have this rowdy crowd when she starts talking everybody shuts up and listen and laugh and it's like she. It's 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 the energy that she that she she gets from the audience is beautiful and she's very very funny and I would love to see Judith Lucy asking questions to Jesus oh, <laughs> like that would be amazing me. that would be amazing <laughs> that is quite a mix that's yeah. a fantastic party mix I would I would have said hey Ivan tell us about your about your comedy festival shows well um, I'm doing a, a show called Happy Papi. Um, this this Melbourne International Comedy Festival at eight o'clock at the Athenaeum Theatre every night except Mondays and Sundays is a, uh, an hour earlier. Um, the, two more weeks to go. I'm very happy with the show. This is this is a show where I'm ex- I'm explaining what to do in times of uncertainty. Right. And because I'm an expert, I I grew up in in the third world. I I was born in it and I I lived many decades in a world with a lot of uncertainty then I came to Australia looking for stability. I had a few good years and then COVID brought uncertainty because it's chasing me. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling people what to do to be at peace with uncertainty. And some of the solutions include going to an institution that we have in Australia, 
that it's a, it's a great place that we can go and practice to be around the chaos, around the unexpected, around uh, um, uncertainty. And this place is called Aldi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I won't tell you more. I, I want to uh, uh, invite people to come and see my show to 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 listen to the rest of the story of why Ali is a great place. Absolutely. <laughs> Just to finish off, Ivan, uh, what would be a if you had a cooking or a kitchen tip to share? What would that be? A cooking or a kitchen tip? Okay, um, this will be a kitchen tip. Just mm-hmm. kitchen, okay? Um, you know um, the, the the small jars of spices that we all buy, the little ones with the shaker on top. Of the, yeah. the you know. So, I'll, uh, and we have the problem that they all get um, caked, and and halfway through, you cannot get the powder out of it. Let's yeah. say garlic powder, right? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I uh, had that problem last night. Yeah. Okay, so the the problem is. And uh, this is uh, years of observation. Um, I'm, I'm both a comedian and a scientist, and observing is, 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 I love it. I just love understanding why things happen. So the thing is, every time we use this, you open the lid and you, you let's say, you shake the, the spices over the, the, let's say, the pot or the pan that you, where you're cooking on, and the steam from cooking is going to get inside oh. the, the, the jar. And then you're going to close it straight away and you're just trapping that moisture oh. and that's why it gets cake. Yeah. So the trick is oh, leave the jar, leave the, the lid open uh, and it, oh, until the last time when you, when you put everything away. So you, that, that jar, that little jar can breathe the steam out and it, and it doesn't get trapped inside the bottle. Oh, I love and, that. And, and it will, it will, your, your spices will last a lot longer. Genius. That is genius. Genius. Kevin, remember that. That is one of the best tips we have ever had on this uh, on this program. <laughs> that is one of the best. It's a scientific tip. <laughs> and obsess- I am obsessed. I'm obsessed with cooking. <laughs> and observations of what goes on around the place. So be very yeah. careful when you're in the room because anything you uh, anything you say will be used and uh, taken down against you at some later date. I would. Think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Evan, it's been fantastic to catch up. Thanks so much for your time. Good luck at the uh, at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and uh, we look forward to, to more of your shows uh, on, uh, particularly on YouTube, and uh, some of those things we've been watching. It's fantastic stuff. So, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. No, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Have a lovely time, and uh, have me over for uh, for dinner one day. Oh, we certainly <laughs> will. <laughs> Beautifully done. All right. Thanks, Ivan. Thank you. See you, guys. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. All right. Oh. <laughs> That's the best kitchen tip. That's the best kitchen tip ever. Absolutely. And I'd go as far as to say it's my favourite one so far. He's out of all the 200 that we've had. And also his, um, his story about the fairy bread. You know, he was brilliant. He actually put on a performance for us. You know what makes me laugh every time I think about it? What? Who's the idiot to put the butter in the fridge? <laughs> Sorry, just makes me laugh every time. Uh, he's very good. Yeah. Very good indeed. Thank you so much for joining yes, us, Yes, thank you, Ivan. Lovely to have you on the program and good luck for the future. I hope uh, we catch up with uh, with you again. Now, one other thing yes. I wanted to say about the 200th episode before we finish because this is it and we're about to go to the uh, the food poll. Mm. Uh, I wanted to say thank you to Steve Vischer. Oh, yeah. 
because um, this gets put together every week, um, and sometimes it's <laughs> sometimes it's uh, it's not put together like your uh, your three course meal at uh, at the Waldorf. It's more yeah, like your there's uh, some bloopers in between <laughs> occasionally, which Steve likes to have yes. a bit of fun with. Yes, uh, and I'm sure he's got a lovely little tape at home that he yes. uh, that he can play That'd to himself. Be all Kevin's outtakes. Uh, I never make any. Uh, uh, yeah, like yeah, that would be uh, <laughs> that would be the case. Uh, so thank you to Steve yeah. for, uh, for the terrific job he does. He's for us. been we really with us since. It. Day one, yep. and um, he's been an incredible help and support along the journey. So, thank you, Steve. Now, uh, here we go. Thanks for putting up with us. The Friday food pass. Oh, the battle of the bickies. Yep. Sayos versus saladas. Okay. Terry Daniel will start with from Two Double D. He says, Sayos remind me of weak lemonade and eating them when you were sick as a kid. That's an interesting. Uh, Memory, yeah. yeah. Salada's great with tomato and cheese, so he's voting salada. Michelle Mostert says salada with butter and veggie. Oh, you squish it through the holes. Silvana, salada for me. Cherie Dodson says salada with lots of butter and veggie. Yeah, Rebecca says she likes both. Now, what did I say? (laughs) Rachel says both as well. Yeah, but at least they didn't add a random one into the equation. Tony Bennett says. Salada. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You just couldn't help yourself. He says salada. Oh, salada. With cheese. With cheese. Okay, I think I've had enough. Okay. Glenn Rodder says salada. <laughs> no, salada every time, Paddo. See what I have to put up with. Karen Young says salada with fresh tomatoes, salt, and of course, ground <sighs> pepper. I reckon that's right up your alley, Kevin. Yeah, it is. I love that. Yeah. Ross Trimble says uh, sayo. Gotta love a cream cracker. Hang on. Hey, whoa. You've got one. There's Say oh look, there's a there's a pig flying over a blue moon. <laughs> Deborah Manick says both. Uh, Julie Brisland says uh, salada's one hundred percent multigrain ah, are the best. Yeah, health, nice. healthier. Yep. Uh, me Bailey says, mm, salada, but only just. Steve Bastoni. Now, Steve Bastoni had a lot to say on this particular subject. You'd swear he had a script in front of him. <laughs> he said, a Vita wheat's not available. Well, yeah, no, they're not. Uh, Sayos are like uh, slices of chipboard. <laughs> so he's going, salada. Mm. No, no, he's actually added to this after another person's comment. He said, no, salada, Sayos aren't even oh. food. They belong between the product and the box when packing <laughs> fragile items. Fair enough. Very good. Uh, Mark Hardy says uh, that's an easy one for him, Saladas. Old Crokey says a wafer-thin margin oh. between these two, so a heavy-handed Vegemite-laden knife bought in to decide. <laughs> Salada cracks under pressure, leaving Sayo oh, the winner. another Sayo another vote. Pig over I Sayo, I Sayo, I Sayo. Oh, that's gracious. <laughs> uh, I see you're not the only one who can crack jokes mm. here. Oh, no. uh, Catherine, uh, not royal. Is that right? It's a Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah, Salada. Uh, Jason Holmes says Salada. Nathan Turner depends uh, on the top poking, i.e., straight laced Salada. Um, oh, straight Salada. Do you want to do that I one again? Go yeah. on, take it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Steve no, no, Steve, don't edit that. Leave it in. <laughs> okay. Depends on the top poking, i.e., straight sliced cheese Salada. If I'm going to uh, have uh, butter, cheese and Vegemite, it's a, it's a sayo every time. All right. Now, Tony Denton says both. <laughs> Megsy P, you can't be to sayo for a snack. Is that a jingle? Yeah. yeah you well, can't be to sayo. You can't right. be to sayo. You can't be to sayo for a snack. snack. Yeah, okay. <laughs> butter and Vegemite, voila. Uh, Alan Fairburn says salada. Jane Barnes, Salada, thank you. Michelle Smith says Salada all the way. Kerry Rodder, definitely Salada. Sue Hosking, definitely Salada, thinner and crisper. 
Oh, your body shaving <laughs> Saladas and Sayos now. Arthur Stevens, Radio Bay, said, oh, I love Saladas. Make a great sandwich. Shoyland Frugia says, Salada for us, and here's a bit of useless info for you. Back in 1967, I used to pay oh. 19 cents for a pack. Wow, that's cheap. Sheesh. Imagine pay petrol for that too. Um, Lina Masidi says Salada. And Mark Stevens says it's a nil-all draw, okay. which uh. brings us to Wayne. And Wayney boy has <laughs> taken to this one. He's put the Salada and the Sayo between the teeth and off we go. Saladas are amazing. Mm. They should be enshrined in our history simply for the margin Vegemite yeah. worms that <laughs> can be created when they're squeezed together. And we all did that. Yeah, we did. Every kid yeah. did that. Yeah. Sayos, on the other hand, are useless square <laughs> pieces of cardboard that serve no purpose at all. Oh, they it's... look and taste like a square beer coaster <laughs> you'd find on a pub table. Uh, they're softer than, oh, well, look, let's face it, I can't make any sort of hilarious, I could make any number of hilarious references here, but as Food Bites is now a syndicated radio show, <laughs> I actually have to behave myself. Glad you picked up on that, Wayne. Heard on uh, radio stations across regional Victoria and New South Wales. Yeah. Suffice to say that if Long John Silver's parrot wanted a cracker, <laughs> as parrots seem to like yeah. crackers, he would pick a Solana over the pasty <laughs> square loser dry biscuit that is the Sayo. I expect a Solana landslide mm. here. I'm not saying if, if you prefer the Sayo that you're a bit <laughs> thick, but I think if you do prefer the spongy square of despair, <laughs> then you are the sort of person that would spend hours making a We Love You banner to take to a Stevie Wonder concert. Oh, gosh, if we were going to go ahead with those um, Food Buys coffee mugs, there's another quote for you, the spongy square of despair. I could see that on a T-shirt, actually. Yes, that would work and with a really sad little Sayo biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little Sayo biscuit with a little sad face on it going, oh, <laughs> Hey, that's quite a good idea. That'd, that'd look good. Love it, Wayno. Uh, now, uh, Wayne did get uh, – got he a couple right. of things right. Uh, it is a landslide. Oh. Uh, the Sayo has uh, almost got uh, <laughs> a, a non-vote. Non <laughs> it's got 6%. Ooh. 6%. I think that's a record yeah. low. Uh, both got 16%, which yeah. leaves 78% uh, left for the Saladas. Overwhelming victory to the Saladas. I guess they're more versatile, aren't they, in that you can snap them into yep. four or two and they do have the whole so you can squish the the butter and the Vegemite yep. through them so kids can have a laugh with yep. them. Having said all that, I'm with Steve Bastoni. I like Vitawitz better. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to tell him that till the very end. Uh, thank you for contributing once again. Uh, we had uh, many more than that mm. uh, on the uh, on the Food Bites uh, poll. So uh, jump on the uh, social media platforms and uh, and uh, please get involved in that. And uh, any any little comments you want to yeah. make about the show or about the food poll, by all means put them on the Facebook page so we can ignore them. Well, and I want to say, Kevin, just happy 200th to you. Oh, hang on. <laughs> and thank you for your uh, your company and your expertise and your broadcasting brilliance. It's always been a, a pleasure to be a part of this uh, this production with you. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> oh, not much more I could say about. Look, no, enough mm. about me. Let's talk about, about you. Me. What do you think about <laughs> me? <laughs> uh, uh. An oldie but a goodie. Uh, no, it's been. Look, it's a good fun show to do. We we love doing the interviews, and when mm. you get someone like uh, Ivan or just to get her as we got today, he's he was terrific. So we look forward to uh, to bringing you at least another two hundred of these shows. And as we mentioned, it's now a radio show across regional Victoria, New South Wales, mm. and who knows where it might go from there. But it is always a pleasure. Uh, you know I love you mm -hmm. and I love doing this show. Straight back at you, Kevy boy. Oh, it's got all whooshy now, Steve. You'll have to cut that <gasps> bit out. Um, <laughs> Till next time, this has been Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier.